If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, very nice little group we have here. Mom's here. I'm here. Very nice to see you. How are you? Always a pleasure. Very, very nice to see you. Thank you. Christopher's here as well. Hey. There's so much happening. It's so nice to see you both. How are things? It's good. Uh, My dad was just telling me that we should all be trashier. Yeah. You know, it's funny. He was yelling at us for not being... um, He was yelling at us for being good people. He said, keep taking the high road, and he walked out. He wasn't yelling. We should no. like make it clear that we weren't actually fighting. No. We were joking about something. But is that what he said? Keep taking the high road. Well, yeah, he said keep we taking keep... the high road. He said, and then you eat hot dogs. How you we know? don't roll in the mud. He's it's... like, once in a while, I gotta roll in the mud. Because he wants us to like drop Bravo dirt all over yeah. the place. It's funny because I actually have a couple of questions regarding that um, this week. As random as that is, um, uh, where someone actually asked me if, um, well, I'll get into it as a as a question. Um, number of housewives things came up this week for what reason I'm not entirely sure but we had a number of different like kind of just uh, interesting questions um, about it um, and then uh, but I will start with a chime uh, if you don't mind our last show got quite the response again we were talking about um, if your dog runs away or something happens to your dog while you're on vacation whether or not you should be told how you would feel if you're on vacation and your dog, something happens to your dog where God forbid it passes away. Um, you know, do you have an obligation to be told? So Chris, I don't believe you were a part of any of these episodes. So if you were gone, right. And let's say you were in, you know, Italy on some vacation. Overseas. Well, that it's just right? changed things though, it's, because if I'm in Italy, I'm probably coming back in a pretty good mood. You know, it, it, it had my point in that conversation was if I'm in Florida, it's different. If I'm in Italy, if I'm across the pond, okay, I don't want to know about it. So you don't want to know, period. So back. Chris, God forbid your your dog gets hit by a vehicle and passes on to the next life. You're on day three of a seven-day excursion, and I am watching the dog. Uh, I, 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 I'm not leaving. Do I tell you, or is it messed up if I don't tell you? Oh, no, no. I think you should be told. 
But mm. I'm not coming back. Uh, no, because to me, I feel like why ruin? Why don't ruin fuck it? My, yeah, don't fuck my trip. My thing is, you why can't, ruin it? You can't me, bring your dog back to life. You, can't, you should you only, just change your mind. You, you only should be informed if, in the event of, you can do something about it or some major decision has to get made. If the dog is sick, different thing. Decisions have to be made. You should be told. If the dog is dead, the dog is dead. Well, you saying get hit by a car? If it got hit by a car, would you tell the person if they were on vacation? I would probably wait until. Uh, honestly, I would ask them. I would wait until they asked me a question. Would you have a like, problem? the dog? I'd be like, okay, dead. I was going to let you be, but right now, dead. Right. But now I'll let you know what happens between now and you get back. If you were the one on vacation, okay, do you have a issue with not being told while you're gone? No. They're trying to make you have what? what can no, you do? You, I understand. You it. can't bring the dog back, so why ruin the vacation on top of it? Would you guys kill a bald eagle if it was attacking your dog? Yeah. I'd kill anything if it was attacking my it's dog. A 50, it's a $50,000 fine to kill a bald eagle. But don't attack my well, dog. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's the same. You're not hunting a bald eagle. You're, right. you're If you kill it. a bald eagle. You, if it, for, or, for any circumstances. You, if, I, do you think I didn't well, Google this? If you, were, if you were attacked if right now by a bald you eagle. You let that motherfucker kill your dog. That is what the law is. So if you personally got attacked no, by a bald I'm eagle. Sure so that's a is story. your dog worth $50,000? That's my question. That's the question. I, I think you would can. you attack? Would you kill a bald eagle if it was attacking your pet? Would you kill to me? Okay, a pet is. They're an not extension. allowed to kill a bald eagle if it's attacking a, your a pet. A pet is a pet is an extension of the family. You take all comers. Yeah. Okay. I don't care if you're the national bird. Yep. Don't come okay. at my dog. Don't you don't want my the dog's minding his business in the yard. You came into our house. I'm just we did have a, we, we had a chime on this. This was uh, quite a long one. Dear Albie and friends, let me start by saying I love you guys. I've been following you all since the RHONJ days, and proud to say that I'm a Jersey girl myself. Anyway, I want to leave you with a chime regarding your last message of the dog dying while on vacation. Let me set the stage. My husband, who played in the NFL at the time, and I were newly married. We just got news that his East Coast team of ten years traded him to a team in the Midwest. Like I said, I'm from NJ, so this was a change of pace. I had recently found out I was pregnant and was home alone with our now two babies, Bulldogs, one ten and the other eight years old. He had an away game that night. The older dog started acting funny and eventually collapsed, so I had to pick the big boy up and rush him to the vet. Long story short, they tried doing emergency surgery and he passed while put under the anesthesia. My husband actually called me while I was at the vet to say hi before his game and I had to act like it was all good in the hood. I couldn't tell him what was happening. The dog he always wanted and got when he was 22, his companion when he originally moved halfway across the country for for the NFL, not to mention now playing for a brand new team in a new place and has to stay focused, is dead. I'm an over-emotional Italian with verbal diarrhea, so this was very hard for me. So, my parents stayed on the phone with me for six hours to keep me calm and distracted while I was home alone, pregnant and heartbroken. Teams always come home immediately after the game, no matter the time, so he stepped off the plane and drove home at 3 a.m. I stayed up for him and lost it when he finally walked through the door. I agree with Albie unless there's something the owner has to do immediately and everything is otherwise is other and everything is otherwise under control. Don't ruin the owner's vacation or time away. What's done is done. Am I right? Happy to say, we still have our second old man bulldog, and we're back now. We're back home. Best Elizabeth. And that was kudos to her because he he was going to work a job. He needed to be focused. And it holds true for your own vacation. People save, you know, sometimes it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Sometimes people save all year to go on this one vacation. If if your animal, if your pet is gone, there's nothing you can do. Now, if the pet was hit by a car, if the pet fell ill, and there are decisions that need to be made, you know, uh, the vet decisions and stuff like that, 
of course you have to tell them because you shouldn't make those decisions on your own. But if the animal is dead, the animal is dead. There's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like you just wait till they come out. They wait till they come home. It's, it's more it. of a courtesy thing. It's not like they don't deserve to know and right. everything else. To me, it's more of a uh, it's a courtesy. Yes. If you don't have to make the decisions and stuff like that, you know. But it, it, I I could see certain people having a you know feeling type of way about it when they get home. Sure, it is what it is. We had a bunch of um, we're going to get into these now. Chris, do you have anything to add on that? I wasn't uh, all the way invested there. Got it. Understood. Understood. I just kept hearing one of you say, like, well, the dog's dead, the dog's dead. I just kept hearing it over and over again. I'm like, I feel like we've beaten this point. Okay. That's Chris's take. If this point is on vacation, yes, they should know the owner of this point is on vacation. The they should know that their point has been killed. The community has chimed. I, I you know I tap into the I'm community not, chime. I'm just saying I don't have anything to say about no, it. No, I understand. It's all good. We actually had another chime, Chris. That um, this is the last chime I'll be reading. Uh, we had quite a chime that I know you yourself have has been um, uh, quite interested in. I have a chime on the asylum. Uh, if you recall the asylum where the uh, girl's boyfriend went to an, uh, an abandoned asylum and randomly had sex with someone in the dark and found yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have um, some more information. Um, so, Mom, this young lady's boyfriend uh, uh, said that he went to an abandoned asylum with some friends, walked into someone, had relations with them, and then found out it was her best friend later on. He was shot. They didn't ask questions. They just humped and quiet we had so he didn't know it was her best friend yeah basically so uh, okay. we had all kinds of uh, uh questions about the asylum um so she hit us back update on the asylum it wasn't near the high school at all i won't give away where i live just in case all the kids hung out there so they could have met there or could have planned to go together i didn't believe him at all but my uh, but i was more hurt at my friend that she did that to me it was all over after he told me what he did so i'm like okay you're done and so if she and so is she and to be clear again we broke up right away relationship and the friendship was done and i married someone else so if you need more depth i'll be happy to write it all out but the asylum was in king's park long island didn't she just say she doesn't want to tell us where she's from yeah i guess she changed her mind midstream but it was on long island it was an asylum on long island what were we asking i I guess where we where where was it uh it wasn't near the school like was it because it made it sound like it was a whole school hangout I don't know, man. Weird chime day, I guess. I don't know. Chris is not feeling the, no, the, just, the chime. I'm, I'm the chimes just, today. Yeah, no. I mean, but what do you say to what that? Is, what the hell did you just tell me? Just, I just, just said it was going on. I don't know. The yeah, but I'm on. not putting that on her. I'm putting that on you. Like that's like all right. It's what she said. I you had the you. questions. I believe you. You know. Fine. Well, he wants to recognize that her chime was seen and heard. Okay. I like to recognize the community for their but, chimes. Yes. My question is, what the fuck do you want from me? Good. Right. It's a good chime. She's from Long Island. That's great. Let's move about. Okay. Now you know. But right, I hear you. Right? I hear you saying. The dog's dead. There's nothing you could do. Right. She's from Long Island. I okay. feel like we covered the chimes. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back 
along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Well, we have a ton of just obviously random questions, but with Dad's outburst um, before, huh. um, saying, hey, listen, it's time to just start leaning in to these housewives things because, you know, we often get these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a big proponent of keeping Dear Albie relatively housewives free. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had two questions that, that stuck out. One, it was, Dear Albie, uh, with all things that are happening in the Housewives universe and your guys' names being brought up from time to time, have you ever just considered coming on and flat out spilling the tea on st- with some of your old castmates? Sometimes I think about doing an etiquette course on what to do if you see someone from Housewives and what not to do. Explain that. Like, don't just scream in someone's fucking face whether you've seen them on TV or not. Don't just look at someone and tell me. You guys have both seen this. I don't mean, like, so excited screaming. It's literally like, I'm going to make a joke out of you because I've seen you on TV. And they're like, ah! Like that. And it's like, no one needed that. You know what, though? Just fucking come up and be like, hello. Where where I think, you know, it, it's, it's funny because we get questions like that a lot. Um, I haven't, you know, to me, I like the community living on its own and not necessarily going into housewives land and everything there are certain things that you know depending on how they kind of evolve and develop that i might change my mind on like you know certain things that have happened and people that say there are moments i'll tell you moments for me that kind of stick out when you see somebody that's either still on television or also been off television for a while speak on something that happened and because they feel like we don't necessarily have the ability to respond right. in kind. Right. Like, oh, they're never going to be on Watch What Happens or something like that. Mm. That they get a little brazen with what they say. Right. And every little, every once in a while with that, I say to myself, hmm, I kind of want to. Well, it's just weird to me sometimes. Like, I told you guys this yesterday. Like, the other day, someone at 730 in the morning just posted a video of Danielle Stout talking shit about mom from Wendy Williams from like 2014. Yeah. That's just weird. Well, and then Imagine the, me going on like Martin Brodeur's Twitter and just like sending him a goal that well, someone it, on the Flyers scored on him in 96. It, it is a but constant of barrage that? of people sending you things that they think you want to know about. Well, I think people know? are invested. It's a different style of... This was style of, harm, though, when I'm showing. Yeah. This oh, wasn't no, like, no, oh, right. did you hear what right, you right, said? Right, right, right. I think and, it's like, don't yeah. forget. No, no. And, and listen, I get a lot of that as well. But here's the thing. like, There are certain things that I am chomping at the bit to to address when the time is right. There are certain things that I'm like, that was then, this is now, I'm not interested, thank you very much. And then there are certain things, you know, like that people continually bring up to save their own asses, if you will. Uh, an example, Teresa Judice saying, oh, well, I ratted her out to the feds. Now, wouldn't it be fun to go on just for a minute and say, no, I didn't, but can we say this all together? We all know who. I mean, hey, look, if you did you know? All right, I, I but, didn't think you were going to go there on it. But, <laughs> but the point is, the point there, is that's something that I know and I will yes. never share. Well, well the, the point I might one day if I'm honestly only if I'm bored, not even like the upset. point of that. That that's a good example of something, right? Where I think there are a lot of people that are still on that show for a lot less. Okay, 
that have not acted that wouldn't act with as much um i would say restraint i know you like the word integrity right um that we have had where there are a number of things we've just never spoken about right um it's just human decency. I like to practice little, human yeah, decency. Right. But after okay. a little while when you hear something like that. Right. That is just so kind of just flat out insane. Right. It's a pick your battle situation. Yeah, like you get you I, know? I, I I'm kinda with you on that. Like you kinda get to that moment where it's like, you know, like and I've said this before. We don't. We haven't made this show about certain people, but we certainly could do that. Sure. Um, you know, and I don't know. I think maybe just kind of take it day by day. Um, but there were, for whatever reason, just a ton of uh, 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 questions that that I think was one of the big. Well, that, that keeps coming thing. up, you know. Because you know, that, Teresa keeps saying that, and now G is saying that as well. Right. And I think G is just saying that because she's been well, told so she, many times by yeah, her mother, she and she's, know, she's not going to disbelieve you know. her mother. So, having said I, I that, I also think you don't have the ability to respond as as quickly as she does. Like if she's on what she's going to be on watch what happens where she's still right. on the show, which not for nothing. Like you're Van Wilder at this point. Sorry, well, but like get no, the no, fuck out of college. It's like 15 yeah. years and you just, you need to just, I think you have, I'm talking to anyone that does anything like this for an extended period of time. You get this war perception of how important it is. Like yeah. you think you, right. you think you're doing something culturally important. And we always say that housewives went, well, I always say that housewives went from something I want to tell my kids about to something I hope my kids never find out about. Like right. it, it's something that, isn't you're really you have a platform to do something really and i think a lot of these women have done done really great things i think when you just use it to try to spread rumors about people that have interest that have the public interest of your show and all that stuff and and you know your audience would care and it's something worth tweeting when you blatantly know it's not true it's just something that makes you look good and and, and my mom look bad i don't know why we got here by the way but fuck it we're here and um it's just like I don't know. To me, it's just like, okay, keep going. You know what? Whatever. It doesn't change my day. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't right. change my day. But, but, so I'm not going to drop that bomb but I do because- think, No, no, no but, I, but I do think that's kind of the point where- Joe doesn't think that, by the way. No, I know that. Like, I know Joe knows yeah. that that's not true. Right. Joe jo- jo- yeah. Judice. Yeah. I, Fact. We exchanged yeah. very brief words last week, mm-hmm. me and Joe, Right. I told him just flat out miss you. You know what I mean? Um, Joe is always cool. But I, I think the point of it is like, number one, I think we're we're grown up and we don't, but like what, what the, the, the competitive nature of that whole thing, the thing that disgusts me about it a lot of the time, to Chris's point, they put this like value and importance to what they're doing as if it's like some kind of public service. And I don't know if it's because we've been back in just the real world for as long as we've been in and we've like, you know, to be honest with you, it doesn't even feel that different. Um, and maybe that was our problem, that we didn't feed into TV as much as everybody wanted us uh, to. That was totally well, no, our problem. Definitely. That was, that that's was what to- Dad was saying we just didn't, now. That was we his didn't, whole thing. Listen, who disliked red carpets more than this family? Well, you look, know, flat out. As, as we had this conversation, we didn't want to go to things if right. we were the most famous right. people there. Like, right. If we were the most recognized people there, we didn't want to go. Right. Half the housewives will go to the opening of a fucking envelope. Like they don't really care what it, what you're doing. Just I could be seen. I could say I have an event. We just wanted to be a family and do some cool shit together, and we did. And then once we felt like that cow was dry, we were like, "All right, what are we really well, doing?" Not here? even that. Once I, I think once we felt that it was going to a place that it just wasn't normal anymore, wasn't healthy, and it, it wasn't healthy at right. all. And like you're just making stuff up right. all the time. You get to a place where it's like, "What are we doing?" And that's kind of my point where things get said now to me it bothers me personally more sometimes because i don't even think it's coming from a place of like what's true almost doesn't even matter so much as it is hey 
What's going to resonate gonna, with the with Yeah, right. The, and the I'm going to say this because you can't say anything that, back. That's exactly what you I was what saying mean? before. Yeah, like I, I have the platform. It's you a don't. full sense of security and strength knowing that it's a one-sided story. But also, you like, know? just in anything in life, and I'm not making any accusations, but like anything, something, anytime something goes down, who benefits the most? Like who benefits? Our lives didn't change by anything that happened to Joe. Right. You know, right. Joe's life is ruined. Right. Other people are happy. So, like, who benefits from this happening? Like, I don't want, and this is, again, we're talking like it's new, but um, we never really talked about it, I guess. So, it's just, I don't know. I think it's weird when people think that we do all this shit in the, in, in the shadows. I think people would laugh. Or they honestly, I think people would be disappointed if they found out how little we really give a shit well, about that's all the of the housing. I get things. often, like, if, if, let's say, and I get asked all the time to be on podcasts and blogs. and all It's constant. But here's the thing. I know what it's going to turn into. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be a Teresa question. It's gonna be this like that that that's um that's done. That's old news. Yeah. So then people say to me, then trot stop. Oh, you're you're you know you're a husband. Trap stop stop trying to be relevant. I'm not trying to be relevant. I'm living my life. Yeah, it's an you everyday know? thing. It's an everyday. And, thing. And I think that's kind of my you point know? when it comes to Dear Albie. It's its own thing. And people somehow have gotten almost confused by that attitude. Where I look at it and say, all right, well. You know, we kind of just enjoy where it's going. There's nothing about the reality stuff that, like, we're necessarily, quote, unquote, you know, uh, uh, regretful or ashamed of. Like, Best it's a part of ever. life. It's Best a part of life ever. like anything else. No, yeah. super cool. So, it was yeah. great. Yeah. It's just, but now it's done. But the, for people to kind of look at it and say, like, oh, like, like, we work our ass off. But, like, to come up on you and say something like, well, like, what a fall from grace. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Right. Like, this is this is honestly the best professionally we've ever done in our lives. It's probably more like, you know, look, there have been things that have come up very recently. We'll put it this way. If we wanted to be on TV, it would it was happening. Right. Well, no, we said it on the show already that we filmed something. at the We, we did. So we filmed so something at the Berkeley we, and then we said that. already. Yeah. I, we've, but, I, I mean, to go into two, and not, again, times. not that the people on, you know, the, the Dear Albie listeners, I, I don't think don't I don't think this is news to any of them, but just like. Listen to what we do on the podcast, right? We bring on the people we work with. We don't look for people that are looking for media careers or whatever. We don't work with people that work at radio stations. We just are surrounded by really funny, happy people and, and interesting people like, you know, Urbano and, uh, you know, Jules and uh, oh, her boyfriend never came on, right? I was about to say mm-hmm. his name. I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, well, but Nat, Candace. Natalie, Candace. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're a family and we've done the TV thing. That's what that's just all this show really is, is a glimpse into what we're up to now and, and kind of joking about, you know, people's crazy situations and, um, you know, meeting somebody at Staples and, and turning them into a, a, a cast person. That's something that a friend of in the Housewives world, I guess, we're not on all the time. But like, that's something that to me is that's what we're up to now. Like you see our people, you see the way we talk about stuff. We have fun. And like Al said, we're doing it at work. Like we're, we're having more fun at work than we had when we were doing anything on TV or anything like that, the stress is totally different than yeah. it was and, then. And but it also, still exists. what you guys may not know, again, going back to when we were on reality television, um, it was always in this family. You know, I was the one that signed my life away. So they had me whenever, wherever they needed me, wanted me, whatever. You kids and dad, the, it was always the focus on keep your day jobs. You got to make a career. You got to make, you know, things for yourself because this isn't going to last forever. And case in point it doesn't last forever it didn't last forever yeah. but you're all solid in your careers and everything because that was the way we always put your real career and your real jobs 
before television. Well, I, I just think I just think that when these things come up, though, mentally for me, sometimes it's like a step backwards. Right now, that being said, probably going to be one or two things that it's like it's going to flip a switch and we're going to say enough's enough because when we say something, it'll be the right thing to say. Right. Kind of uh, like, you know what I mean? But like, I, you know, that's kind of the long winded way of saying we'll bring it up and bring it up. But right. this was the second thing that kind of second housewives question that I thought was really funny. Um, but uh, the timing of this is kind of interesting when it, when it came in, but it was specifically a dear Don. Um, dear Albie, if you can get this to your mom, I would greatly appreciate it. Couple random quick questions. Number one, do the ladies have any say in their tagline when you got started on Housewives? Is that something your mother came with, came up with herself, or did she get asked to say it? Also, what happens after you guys break up a restaurant like that? After a situation like a table flip, do they let you back in? in we were just it- there the other day. <laughs> yeah, we were just there. I was like, that's really funny. They I were think just it was out maybe the, the first or second time since that happened. Um, Taglines. They they pretty much go on your personality throughout the season and what and what your storyline or your arc kind of tells. You know what you know where you are. So they'll give you half a dozen, and you'll you'll say each of them and the whichever one's most comfortable you're most comfortable with or the one with the one that feels most organic to them, based on your story throughout the year is the one they'll use. Um, we're certainly. Um, able to say listen i want this to be our tagline it's not a thing that it's like this is your tagline and that's it 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 has to go with kind of jive with who you are for that season as far as tearing up um restaurants and public places completely mortifying um completely unnecessary but i feel Um, like we always ended up at that same restaurant like just at a different table and separated and eating i think maybe i was there maybe one or two times afterwards but like it's crazy to think that it i thought that was a funny question because if you really think about it like you can't just in real life break up a restaurant and like be welcomed back there like i i think it's kind of funny because in a way i wonder if these places themselves celebrate that now season one's probably the best example oh that had that gave them but because but hold on though we know for Lunello's that was crazy, right. right? But like we had no idea what the show was going to be at the time, so we were just a bunch of customers in we that moment. We were in trouble. Yeah, right. We were like, the show is never going to make it to TV. Look what just happened. Right. Yeah, like we looked at it like, oh my god, you know, they're going to cancel this show. Well, here's there's that book that came out, uh, Not All Diamonds and Rose, right? It was about how we all, all the housewives we contributed to, you know, the author, and he told stories about, um, you know. Our 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 uh, adventures, if you will, and one of the stories was the table flip, obviously, because I think that is an iconic moment in reality TV history. You can't take that away from nothing no. to be proud of, but it certainly yeah, did, right, of did what it did. Yeah. And uh, Lucilla, who was our executive producer at the time, she said, uh, "I think Caroline felt like she was above it." We're talking about the table flip. Lucilla would be the best guest ever on this show. Yeah. Like um, for like like TV audience, like for the people that like the Housewives right. thing, she doesn't even like when we say her first name, Lucilla, right. Lucilla, Lucilla. But right. yeah. the because um, she made me. <laughs> so anyway, she uh, she said, I think you know, Caroline felt like she was above it. Well, going to what Lucilla said, who the fuck wouldn't be above that? Yeah, like who would think that that was acceptable like, in, who would think in that's any okay? way? Like, look, so we to, left to, to feeling answer, embarrassed. Yes, I am above it because yeah. I have never behaved like that. Yeah. My children have never behaved like that. My siblings have never behaved right. like that growing up. And you got to remember, you know, so like, yes, I am that, above it. In that moment, too, we're all on the same team, right? 
and it's more fun. And it's like you're you're going through that stuff, and um, immediately it was one of those like it didn't register. I don't think to uh, definitely not me. I don't want to speak for everybody else, it, but it definitely didn't register to me like, um, oh my god, this is gonna like. I'm trying to remember correctly, actually, because I remember I was texting Greg, and Greg was like, "What's happening? What's happening? What's happening?" This is before Greg was ever on, and I was like, "Nothing, man. This is just dumb." Like, I don't know, I'm just talking about some book and some shit, and then I was like, "Gotta go. It's the best show ever." And, but like, I don't think it was one of those things that we processed in a way that was something good's gonna come out of it. Right. It was more one of those. Oh my God, am I going to be nervous to walk into any restaurant ever well, again? Well, I will tell you this. I have not been back there for many, many years because I was embarrassed. Right. That's what I mean. And I was just back there last week because Lauren and Vito love it there. And, we and the pizza. Pizza. The unbelievable. Fucking pizza. pizza. We had Marquis. It's not even on the menu, but make them put it on the yeah, menu. They just brought the pizza in and these little rectangular. Oh, they were. it was fantastic. More like a flatbread? No, it was a fucking pizza, but they just cut it like kind of like a flatbread is the way it they cut it. It was actually Lauren's birthday we went. Vito, yeah, Lauren, yeah, Rocky, yeah, yeah. you and me, we went during the day for lunch. And that was the first time I'd been back there in many, many years. Because, And I truly, when I went in there, we were in that room, and I felt uncomfortable. I, I just felt embarrassed. And that's, you know, I'm sorry, reality TV and all that. That's not a way to behave. I know that's what sells. I know that's what people love. But when you're living it and you're attached to it, it's mortifying. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yeah, Binotto, it. It, it's weird because um, it did very much become the M.O. Like, like I can't name a time that I'm thinking uh, where any kind of madness like that occurred without cameras around. In my life, I can't tell you one instance. You know what I mean? Like, where something like that happened. Like, yeah, you you, you see people get into fights and stuff all the time. But right. I'm saying, like, within people that we knew where an argument Got physical and got, violent. Got like, yeah. you know, glasses and stuff thrown Never. around. I'm trying Never. to think of anything. Never. You know, so I don't know if that's playing up to the cameras and stuff. No, but you know why? I will say maybe after that fact, I think that was true emotion coming from her. Yeah, and that's that was really who I, she that, is. That, that was very, um, I thought it was. You know. um, and I think because, it, you know, she saw the magnitude of what it did. Yeah, after that, that she it was. continues to try yeah, and top it. After, after that, it was yeah. like, this is my thing. Well, right. I think that's all it really is. I think right. like we were always on the defensive. If I remember um, one of our producers, um, um, it doesn't matter what his name is, I guess, but uh, would always be like, you're so cynical. Like, why are you so cynical for such a young person? Because like, anytime you people are in the room, there's something that's bad that's going to happen. It's the, literally the reason you exist. That's why you woke up today. And, 
you know, obviously that was all joking. We got along so well with all the people that produced it, but it's true because you know, it's a you're just game. waiting. Yeah, it's you're just game. waiting. You're just sitting there and you're like, something here is going to explode. I don't really yeah. know what. I don't well, know who's to walk through the door, know, and you kind of react because you're like, huh, and you're, you're just kind of so defensive. I've. I, I believe pretty strongly that I actually developed anxiety from being on reality well, there's TV. There's definitely a PTSD factor to it. And I will say this. A lot of people say you look at the blogs and everything. It's scripted. It is not scripted. It's a real reaction to a fake situation. Yeah. It is not. What these people do and how they react is 1,000% real. Okay? So don't, uh, don't, don't try to make excuses for that. Having said that, forever grateful to Bravo you know, for the opportunity because what a ride it's been. And we chose, you know, to stay on as long as we did until I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, then Manzo came along, which was a blast, like, beyond. And, you know, so super grateful for that. But, you know, when people say, uh, you, you know, oh, Caroline, you're trying to be relevant. Listen, this will this will turn, come out on the blog somewhere and stuff like that. It's just having a conversation. We're not thirsty people. There's, a, there's plenty of ways we could be thirsty. There's plenty of things we still get invited to, plenty of things that I could still be on that I choose not to because I don't have a story to tell at this moment. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, you know, I could definitely go back and I could definitely rattle a major cage in a major way. But you know what? Your integrity and your moral compass tells you not to, and I'm living by that. So that's the end of that story. Hmm. Well, hey, you know. That's all I got. I got the chimes and I got the, because uh, I, I mean, I have more questions. But I think like that was like 10 minutes. No, so no, we no. Just did. No, 30 minutes, man. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Was that good? I feel like we've done that a few times. What? We just did. Do we Have we done that a few times? Well, first of all, I think, hey, look, man, the questions keep coming well, in. You got to remember, there's a lot of new. talking about that. There are a lot of new members news. of the community, too. Yeah. Okay. It's been in the news. So you know, welcome, everyone. Um, I do uh, uh, want to do an episode. I'm going to look into this because I want to read this. Um, the DR thing has been coming up a bunch ever since it's been in that book. Yeah. You should at least adjust Greg's thing. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there is. Um, you know, do you want to just do an episode on that? Uh, we. I mean, I, I really would love to have some more of the people that were involved there for that because I don't remember it all that well. Uh, I remember it very well, but not the way that like you know Greg remembers things like this or whatever. But well, I'll read the quote. We'll clear that up for yeah, now. So the long. Al's gonna read the quote, but the. The issue was, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. That's why I'm kind of being timid. But we got into this incident in the DR a long time ago, and somebody we were with was called a racial slur, uh, like the one. Like, you know the slur. Like well, here's one. the quote. And, Al, Albie and Chris are arguing with the guy dropping the N-word. I've got guys calling me homophobic slurs. Then the Joes are dealing with another dude. It was like these different scenes all around, Bennett said. So Greg said that in a right. book. So I just didn't like... The way that quote read, because it kind of sounded like we were saying yeah, that. Yeah, right. And that's the, obviously the complete opposite. Um, I don't feel the need to go any further on it. And I don't think... I've only got literally like one or two tweets, and they were like, bad look for you, but I know what he means. Like I, So I don't... Just the way it was worded, sorry if anyone got the wrong idea on that. That's not what it was but then at the, all. You had also my interpretation of that day, and then I was very clear about that you were protecting... A friend that was being yeah, called I, I haven't word. I haven't read it. Yeah. you know what I mean. But yeah. that was it was a friend of ours that was right. like being called that. Whatever. And we were attacked verbally, literally, physically. P- Teresa got shoved. Al got shoved. I don't feel the need to apologize for anything. No. That- oh, well, uh, look, I think we do an episode on that with more of the people that were involved. Sure, I agree. But I'm going to cut this one off. All right. And I want to do one more, where we talk about actually what happened after that when we were in Chicago. 
Which to me, I feel I like know. is a I better think story. I feel like you might. It might be a little bit of a rush. I think you need to do like a little, like a two-parter with like, you know, I with people. I feel like this should be the first, first Dear Albi audio documentary. I feel like the, the the Dr. episode should happen first because there will be some comments made there that will spark more for the Chicago episode. Well, the Chicago one is just me and Chris essentially, right. um, and. Uh, really what, what happens is uh, to kind of tee it up what happens when we find out we're essentially being sued um, and there's a press conference about this lawsuit and Bravo calls us and they're like well we want to just figure out where you guys are and we were in Chicago which is where this press conference was taking place like just by accident and that was one of the wildest days I don't think <laughs> we've ever talked about but that is I, I think we got to do an episode we've got plenty of stories so <clears throat> guys do you remember when Chachi was fighting with me on Twitter Chachi Chris and, and now he's a total fucking prick like nobody likes him now do you want to tell the Chachi story you I'll tell it on a different episode okay. but uh, what was his name what's his name um, Scott Bayo. Scott, Scott Bayo. yeah yeah I might bring that fight back <laughs> Have a good day. Chris's Twitter beef with Scott Bale. All right, guys, do you have a mailbag at gmail.com? We love you very much. Bye. Catch you later.